to another episode of Dungeon Master's Apprentice. I'm your host, Theo Giesen, and it's episode number 40 today, and so we brought back a very special guest, the very first guest, and the only member of the Dungeon Master's Apprentice Hall of Fame, David Eam. Listen, eventually this is going to be a very, like, coveted group of individuals. I think we're going to have to maybe elect another yeah. member eventually. Uh-huh. I don't know who it will be. It's like, yeah, who, who, uh... Who are the nominees right now? Let's, uh, let's open it up as, um, as both, I guess I could say I'm a member as well. I mean, I, I mean, you did do some solo episodes. You gotta give me credit for that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> doing a solo episode versus doing the guest episodes. Solo really episodes sucks. were hurting. That's why we haven't had one in quite a while. <laughs> the monologues to the fucking mic. Uh, just forgetting what you're talking about entirely and then having to basically just like pick up on a new topic. Just like, well, okay, that's done. <laughs> That there's rambling episodes and there's the solo ones. There's a, yeah. quite a scale we're getting at here. Yeah, but so, uh, yeah, who are the nominees? Who would be the nominees? Brett, obviously, he's been on a lot recently. What about like the one-off guys? Do they have a chance of getting in? Mm. Who they have more like appearances? Neil. Neil. Neil, because he hosted the first ever remote recording. The remote recording? We recorded it at his place. Oh wow! I thought you meant like he called in. And like did what no. Nathan did previously. No, with he you. just lives in Wolfville. Okay. Yeah, so we just went down to his place and recorded it. Right on. Yeah. This can... guy's gonna have to start getting the podcast truck, just take around and do a mobile podcast with. Yeah. <laughs> Set up a table in the park. That'd actually be kinda cool. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to pick up the ambience, I don't know, too well with just the speed mic, yeah, but I might need a couple mics. But <laughs> I think we're gonna keep it indoors for now. Probably a good play. Yeah. It is Hot as fuck outside. Oh my god, dude. It's crazy. I can't imagine you working out in that weather, man. Like, you guys needed those popsicles the yeah, other day. Me, Brett, and Neil have been uh, having quite the uh, quite the week. It's I would say. It's been about 40 degrees with the Humidex every day. I, I never realized how long it took to do some of those jobs that you guys have. Like, the, oh. the brick laying alone. It's been going on for probably two and a half weeks, maybe. You're almost done. Uh, I wouldn't even say I'm going to be doing it all week this week, and then we'll see if it gets finished. Are you excited to be done? Uh, yeah, this is my last week. I'm uh, hoping to go back to Ontario soon, hang out with the lads from back home. Maybe record another episode with them when you're there? Yeah, exactly. Um, I really like the one with Brett. He could be a potential hey, Hall of Famer. he could be a potential Hall of Famer. He did have... That was one of the great episodes. Um, if any of you guys are new uh, Dungeon Master Apprentice Heads... And uh, you want to listen to a good episode, go back and listen to the one with Brian Bennett. Brian could be a part of the new sponsored segments that you got now. True. Didn't uh, you say you had to talk about that during an episode? <laughs> what's that? Like the people that, the website that you're on now? Oh, yeah. The platform? We have to do ads. We will do, do an ad break. Not is now. It, is it a set ad that like, you have to say or like can you mix and match? I, can ha- I have some creative um, control over it. As the viewers, our listeners can clearly hear. Yeah. I haven't been listening to the episodes. Yeah, well, that, I think I picked up on that a little bit. <laughs> but still a Hall of Famer, even with my low. Yeah, he, he's got tenure. <laughs> they got tenure. Can't get, for it. can't get kicked off. <laughs> he still needs the guests. Yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, it's a Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Dave uh, stayed over last night, and uh, we decided that it was a good time to do a podcast, because... You don't really like the remote recordings, do you? I would rather be in person. I feel like it just brings a different energy. Yeah. And there's definitely more chemistry when you're in person. Yeah. It's kind of similar to the in-person D&D sessions. Absolutely. Because I find the remote ones, like, obviously I want to play D&D. Like, it's good to like play with John and have like Brett included, but wish we had some of the other older boys to play, but it's another issue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it just gets kind of awkward. I think I spoke about that before, like... You're kind of like sitting there, like waiting when someone's speaking. You don't want. It's not as easy to interrupt yeah. remotely because it just, it's just a garble of noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of, kind of want the the in person D and D to happen again soon. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, hey, we could go downstairs and grab Brett right now. <laughs> the one shot. Yeah. So yeah, that's another thing is that uh, usually we try to get our Sunday night games going. And unfortunately, a couple of the boys can't make it. Nathan is uh, work, studying hard and working hard. I think he, he works tonight, but uh, he's also got some summer school stuff. So 
Putting in the hours. And uh, John is uh, doing some stuff in Brazil, so you never know. He could be doing... He's he could be doing, at the beach. He could at be... At the beach, playing, doing some rainbow flicks over people, yeah. like absolutely <laughs> dangling. Yeah, doing all the dangles. Uh, but it's just going to be you, me, and Brett. And so we were thinking, you haven't DM'd in a while, so maybe you would uh, do a one-shot. Hey, listen, I was thinking, Theo said it, not a lot of commitment in a one-shot, obviously. Yeah, that's uh, a... little easier to plan for. Yeah. Plus and it, yeah. Plus, you never know, sometimes it turns into a second one, and then... Could get a campaign going that actually lasts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> With a that's, lot of memorable moments. We do. We have started a lot of campaigns that have only gone like two or three sessions. Yeah, which is fine. But it has. It, it's good, especially if you're like in a smaller group. Yeah, because then you don't really care about continuing it, or maybe you made a character that you just didn't care as much about. Yeah, sometimes it does take a while to find it, and other times you kind of know right away that you what you had in mind isn't really coming into play. I mean, another good thing is you can try out a class that you don't normally use. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I tried out the Gunslinger, yeah. one of Nathan's, and we, we kind of kept that going for a bit. That was like four or five sessions, maybe five. I really created that guy just because I wanted to try some, some guns. Yeah. And Which, what are those shots called, like the trick shots that they can do? The grit shots? The grit shots. Yeah. The grit points were pretty mint. Yeah, they're pretty fun. They're like sorcery points in a way. Yeah, you can, you can do a, a bunch more damage. Yeah, or like give yourself advantage or stun someone if you hit them or something. Mm-hmm. What's um, what's a character you're thinking about trying, maybe? Ooh. So, yeah, I haven't had too much time to think about this because we literally only decided that maybe you would DM uh, 12 minutes ago. Yeah, pretty <laughs> accurate, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so, hmm, I don't know. In a one shot, I do like the idea of just being able to roll a bunch of attack rolls. I don't want to have to be going through a whole massive list of spells to figure stuff out. Uh, what what level do you think we're gonna be at? Because that might influence my choice. We could do like a level ten. Level ten? That could be like a good medium ground. Okay. I, I haven't done a higher level campaign. That you've DM'd? That I've DM'd, really. So you get to use some fun monsters. You get mm. to maybe throw in some legendary actions and some layer actions and stuff. The layer actions that I hopefully will remember, unlike other DMs. Hey, I, I've been remembering them, and it's been making you pay. Actually, actually I think I died from a layer action. Actually, recently. you did, so uh, why don't you watch it, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Uh, if um, we could have made a, different, a couple different moves that session, I might still be alive with Karth. Yeah. I kind of miss Karth. And his Chadness. I know. He was the fastest man in the universe. Also sneaky, a sneaky lad. Yeah, sneaky, fast paladin. The paladin who also could do the damage. He did do a lot of damage. It was an L especially too because having... Well, I mean, I made a druid so I could get the heals again. Yeah. But I feel like the paladin's better heals. Especially yeah. with some of the bonus actions I could do with my um, channel divinity. Yeah. But... Oh, Where she goes. Yeah, sometimes your character dies and uh, you gotta roll with the punches. Or roll with the polymorph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been using the polymorph lately with the spells. I, it's a fun thing to use, but it's hard to decide what animal you want to be. Yeah. Especially if you're thinking about like how to get around a scenario. When I was trying to come up with like a predator for the crabs, I was like, man, what the fuck am I going to do for this? And then you're just like, man, just... Use crocodiles, because I have this up in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> the stat block is ready. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, it was only a certain challenge rating that you could do, and I was like, ah, this is probably fine. Why don't, why don't you just tell me what you roll, and I'll tell you what, yeah, do it. <laughs> I didn't polymorph for that. I summoned the animals, but yeah. I loved when I got to make the whale, <laughs> the whale polymorph play. Yeah, that saved everyone from possibly drowning. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can water breathe myself as Tom, Yeah, but that's only for an hour. Yeah, so... <laughs> Everyone else? I don't know if they were in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, they weren't in any boat. They were in a whale. <laughs> they were in a whale's mouth, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what are you thinking for this upcoming one-shot? And then I'll start thinking about what kind of class I want to do based off of what kind of setting it is, you know? I originally was saying with you that I was interested in doing it. Doing a one-shot based around, like, tripping. Because <laughs> you said something about an octopus. And I thought of Octopus's Garden, which is a Beatles song. And those boys were definitely tripping balls when they thought of that song. <laughs> um, yeah. That was a Gino. We just <laughs> witnessed a crazy goal in the soccer game we have on in the background. Who's playing, Dave? I don't know. 
We just watched an Atletico Madrid goal. Um, Angel Ang- Correa just absolutely sniped from outside the box. <laughs> really good goal, but um, back on the one shot, because I don't think a lot of the viewers want to listen to us talk about the soccer game. Yeah. <laughs> we just kind of threw it on just in case there were some, maybe we'll see some increased listenership. Yeah, knows? plus just makes, I don't know, stimulates the room a little bit more, feels like stuff's going on. Yeah, it's not just just dead air whenever we stop talking. Yeah, we can I'm just not look staring over. at the black screen, I'm staring at uh, this beautiful crisp shot yeah absolutely mint honestly i kind of want to watch, let's this, watch this i'm sorry okay let's break it down hold on Takes lamar's coming down cuts. inside Pass. bang top right corner baby yeah. <laughs> that was a snipe actually makes no mistake on the play it's a lot of power yeah boom good pass kind of takes the hit wide open i used to use that guy all the time in fifa he actually was underrated back when i used to play but now he's a star let's get the fourth angle wow wax the camera yikes dude and he's bumped Look at that fade. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically kind of... Yeah, that's a bald fade, dude. Ew, the back of his head looks kind of sus. Honestly. <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> they should have kept the more of his hair on the back of his head. I don't know. Uh, a little bit of a high-riser. high-rise fade. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. yeah. So I was thinking about doing a tripping one-shot where you guys were like in a really desperate state. You had no food, no supplies. On the side of the road, you see it like a weird mushroom. You're like, man, we should probably eat this because there's nothing else in sight. Like you could literally see the, um, what are those things called? The Not dust bunnies, but you know what I'm talking about? Like in a Western. Oh, tumbleweed? A tumbleweed. Uh-huh. You see a tumbleweed literally. And that's all you can see for miles. Maybe a cactus or something. Cactus, Jack. Stroke cactus. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why did Travis Scott say that lyric? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you ever want to describe that? The cactus. <laughs> anyway, I really, really need to uh, focus here on this one shot. Um, yeah, so I was thinking about that. Um, also thought about maybe doing a Star Wars thing. Yeah, but that would take space. a lot more planning. You think it'd take more planning than coming up with tripping mechanics? You see, I wasn't even thinking about there was a tripping mechanic. I would think it would just be more of a setting mm. sort of adjustment. It's like colors look cooler. For we the wouldn't players. be like. Would we be like fully conscious and aware? We wouldn't be like tripping like we can't really make sense of what's going on like i would almost think of it like you know how we had those sessions in the school campaign where we go into like a video game world Uh uh-huh it'd be similar to that okay where in like it's almost like you guys are like astral projecting this world around you okay maybe yeah maybe the drugs (laughs) actually do like take us to another world maybe maybe that's what actually happens maybe it's up to the reader you never know (laughs) the drug taker yeah. It's like the drug trips in GTA when you fight aliens. Man, those Like, were the aliens really there? Because you can die. You can die. And Trevor fucking freaks out when he sees them. <laughs> yeah. Also, Michael freaks out when he sees them. Yeah. I don't want to be freaking out during the trip. I want to... Like, I don't want my character the whole time to be like, what's going on? Like, why is everything, like, so colorful? Like, I would rather focus on, like, a cool adventure and stuff. But what if we did a role where you, like, influences your trip? Like, every once in a while, you guys, I'll just say a random D20 roll, and it, like, influences the visuals. The visuals. Yeah. Like, it could, well, it's just, like, maybe a, a D20 is, makes the experience more happy. Yeah. And it's just more easygoing with the, the trip, and then the lower you get, the more fucking crazy the monsters maybe get around you, something like that. Yeah. That would be a lot of improv. It would be. But it could be good, depending yeah. on how the session's going. Yeah. Um, hmm. what do you prefer for, if you were to do a setting yourself, like what would you want it? For a one shot? Mm-hmm. I would probably <clears throat> do a pretty familiar setting so you don't have to spend as much time focusing on that and you can focus on like a specific mission. Like the one shots usually have like maybe a specific dungeon that you have to get through. Like this thing is at the end and you have to go get it or you have to kill this person or you have to... Uh, find these three ingredients and make this thing. So it's pretty like we know what we're doing. Uh, we have a clear goal, and then you can achieve it by the end of the session. Maybe we That's could do what... it almost like Infinity Stone style. What if you guys are evil? Evil, yeah. Uh, we haven't done an evil campaign in a while <laughs> since mine, I think. Yeah. Well, would you want to run another <laughs> evil one? Cause uh, it was fun last time. It was fun. <laughs> it just kind of turned into you guys being too like too powerful and then i was i could i was trying to make like an npc that was like way more powerful and it was tough 
that's my I was I was saying to you before when we were trying to plan for this. Um, I was like, it's really hard for me to make encounters sometimes because mm-hmm. I don't fully like I need to like do more research I guess when I'm planning on your guys's characters and like the moves that they can make. I think that's a mistake I I kind of like did a lot as a DM like. I wouldn't take into account, like, how good a level up could make you. Yeah. Or how good an item can make you. Yeah, that's the other thing, is that you want to be pretty, um... You don't want to be too generous with the items. It's because... You give them an oath bomb. It's like, yeah, let's say you have a level 3 character, but you give them, like, 3 magic items. Like, they'll be able to... Well, one thing is that they can deal a lot of damage, but the other thing is that they don't necessarily have a lot of health... So they're pretty much like glass cannons. It's good to make. I so, feel like throw the items at them that like do like random things. Like, what's the? Isn't there one like you pull something out of a bag, and it's like, you can pull, like an animal. Yeah, there was there was one where you guys could just roll a d8 and it was a different animal that would go with you guys. That was just like a fun one that didn't really influence anything. It's just you guys would have a different familiar with you every day. Hmm. Um, you guys rolled a four so many times, though, you guys basically just kept getting the same thing. Um, what was the other thing that you gave me for an, a sweet... There was a lot of good magic items we've had down the line. Also an item that whored the boys with Karth. Oh, yeah, the it plus was, two sword, the scrying sword. You thought it was just a plus two sword, but you actually... Fool. You're a you fool because spied. I can spy on you. <laughs> yeah, she was chirping you for that one. She was roasting. She was like, why would you just expect this to be down in the ocean or whatever it yeah. was? And it was in their hideout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Under the water, I think? It was in like a beaver's den. It was a beaver's den. Yeah. Right. And the beavers were not to be trusted. No. <laughs> we learned that the hard way. Yeah. There's Karth been lo- definitely did. There's been a lot of people, especially lately. There was one NPC that joined your guy's party recently. His name was Four. Four, yeah. And he was just supposed to be a dude who would help you guys get into the city. He wanted revenge, like, against his people. Um, He had been exiled, so he was kind of frustrated and wanted to kind of escape the realm and go with you guys into the next place. Mm -hmm. He kind of had some beef with the people you guys have beef with right now. So he was kind of going to team up with you. And uh, Nathan wasn't in the session that... He was introduced, and so I knew that when Nathan met him, he would just be wary of him because everyone liked him, and Nathan would just be like, I don't know who this guy is, like, how come everyone likes him? So he was really suspicious, Mm -hmm. which is classic Nathan, just being like, just me being like, this is a fun NPC who's going to be your friend, and then Nathan just antagonizes him and, like, picks apart everything they say when they're trying to be helpful. Yeah, Nathan, you really changed the plot the campaign with that one. Yeah, so Nathan basically um, was just super mean to this dude for no reason. And he was like, you know what? I don't need to help you guys. Like, I'm out of here. <laughs> so he left. And then the next session, I revealed that he was frustrated with you guys now, went back to his kingdom, and mm. basically ratted you guys out for that you were there. Fucking rat. Absolute snake in the grass play, play yeah. right there. And I also kind of revealed that he was the king's son. True. Which could have helped us a lot, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, originally, I'll kind of give this away, uh, and this is kind of how I do a lot of big story stuff, is that originally when you you met him, he wasn't the king's son. I didn't have that planned. Uh, But I didn't say anything that would make it so it was impossible that... You know what I mean? I feel like I, you're I, pulling the J.J. Abrams right now. You're yeah. just kind of going along with the plot see yeah. where the doors take you. Yeah, I'm kind of just making things up on the fly. But I don't know. It makes for a lot better story when you can have that freedom. 100%. Mm-hmm. And it changes how we're going to aim at this castle now. Yeah. I don't honestly know what we're going to do in that next session. I'm assuming we're going to get to the castle at that point. Yeah, you guys might have to battle the king. I don't know. We've avoided a pretty big boss fight recently. I feel like you're not going to let us avoid it this time around. Oh, yeah, you guys are due. <laughs> yeah, we're due for a fight. Other loss of a character. R.I.P. Tom, potentially. I don't know. I don't know. This one's going to be a tough one, because the fights during this whole campaign have been kind of fucked recently. Oh, yeah. Um, They've been really personal, too, which has been fun. personal, especially for Kaya. Yeah. Kaya has character. just experienced a lot of loss, and now he finally has Malik back, yeah. which is awesome. He just got a fr- his friend back. I asked John uh, how he thought about getting his familiar back, and he was like, 
it was a big win for Kaya because he finally got a friend back instead of losing one. Dude, I love honestly having Malik in the party is such good for the cam. I know he's in just, your squad. I've when I don't have an NPC, even if it's a familiar or something in the party that I can't like chime in as. There's really long periods of time where I. I don't know, like, I also like to roleplay and stuff like that and make jokes with the characters. Especially because you don't get a lot of time as a player. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm hoping for tonight. Hey, we can definitely do that. That's why you were, put the suggestion out, and I'm down for it because it's a one-shot. Yeah. But yeah, um, I like having the voice in the party just to also make the jokes with and stuff. I was literally thinking about this. What happened to Lucy again? What did we say? Hmm. Oh, I don't remember. Lucy was, like, Karth's old NPC animal. Who was a liger. I can't remember. <laughs> what, um, she probably is just with you in Bahamut's court. Bahamut has a lot of random people going up in there, I'm sure, soon enough. Yeah. I think but, we, we kind of converted the group to Bahamut's, like, I yeah. don't know, religion. Nathan's character <laughs> um, prays to Torm, who is like, who is just a, who's a buddy to Bahamut. Okay. They're buddies. Okay. It's, like, it's um, easy to... Maybe you can pray for both. Why not? Yeah. Totally. Uh, is your character Tom religious? I don't think he... I never really plan on to be super religious, but other than, like, being really in tune with nature, mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, if there's a beast god that you had in the campaign, lore-wise. We could definitely look one up and kind of find one. We could do that right now if you want. Uh, sure. Druid gods? Do you want me to just look up druid gods? I know Melora is one, and she's sort of this god who's a little bit indifferent who just believes in, like, you know, a lion can kill a gazelle. Like, that's just part of nature. Like, you shouldn't be stepping in for, like, the week all the time because that's just, like, the circle of life. Was she the one... Who's the one that, like, really screwed over um, Thurmond with when he shot the random animal? Oh, that was um, just, like, uh, the incarnation of, like, life in death. Right, okay. Yeah, which is sort of the same thing. But he got in trouble for killing an innocent animal for no reason. Like, there's a difference between a lion killing a gazelle so it can eat and this monk just shooting a bird out of the air to test out his gun. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty sweet way to test out a gun. He sniped, yeah. but, but yeah. at what cost? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's take a look at some deities here. Um, well, we can hopefully bounce around. If there's some hyperlinks in here. Uh, culture, abilities, druid circles, notable druids. Hmm. Um, maybe we should look up my specific druid. What the, the spores one? Spores druid, if there's any ones specifically for that. Yeah. Uh, spore druid. Deed. Deity is a weird word. <laughs> it is a... Uh, spores, Circo Spores Druid Deity Choice. D&D, uh, next on Reddit. Uh, apparently, Zug, Zug, Team, okay, we're not gonna do that one, because I can't even read it. <laughs> These all have kind of fucked names. That one's Friendly named reminder that you don't need a deity if you don't want one. Thanks, man. That's <laughs> not why we're here. We're here because we actually do want one. Useless Reddit post, other than uh, getting a god that we can't pronounce. Apparently this dude ended up going with Nimbaloth. 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 Let's take a quick look at Nimbaloth. Actually, hopefully we're saying that right. I don't care. It still sounds like we're saying it right. Uh, is the outer goddess of despair, ghosts, and swamps. She hunts those who would prey upon souls on the way to the afterlife, digesting predator and prey as one. That's disgusting. Souls consumed by Nimbloth are gone for good. No afterlife. Nothing but the agony of death and oblivion. Okay, I don't know if Tom is that evil. Holy shit, but that is badass. Alignment. Chaotic evil. Yeah, I don't think I'm chaotic evil. Alright, well, thank you, Nimbloth. You're banished to the realm of agony and despair. (laughs) This guy did say he wanted to sort of worship some death stuff. That's fucked. Alright, well, let's maybe look for a different uh, sport druid lore. Uh, let's see if this has got any. Um, Did you have you made a druid before? Before like your own personal. Um, one of the like D NPCs that I had, Ramona, was a druid, so I got to use her mechanics a lot. She was a sports druid as well. Right. Uh, so that was interesting. I think maybe that was the only time. Would you want to go back again? And is it my? I do like the flavor of druids. I like having jack of all trades. I was looking at 
some subclasses of sorcerer the other day though there was one that was really cool called um like water sorcerer or something there's a stone sorcerer that's really cool there's like a phoenix one that's really based on fire um water sorcerer greater than water levels (laughs) uh let's see is there any sort of maybe specific hmm domain or like element that they're into because there's like water gods there's like more nature-based gods there's plant-based gods there's animal-based gods wait are you saying like for my setting yeah like? for, oh, for your for tom oh for tom yeah definitely more water-based i would say because of okay, him so being a turtle i mean okay, so we'll look up D water gods Blid do pool poop. I hold that one. I, I'm not using that one. <laughs> um, umber, umberly. Let's take a look. It actually looks like. What I hope it's called. Those like little things you put in water, like sea monkeys. <laughs> you think that looks like a sea monkey? Kinda, but also kind of looks like a weird Poseidon mermaid. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a mermaid. Merman. <laughs> um. Oh, she's evil. Never mind. <laughs> Why are there so many evil druids? Okay, look at Sylvanus. Man, this crow needs to get out of here. <laughs> He's kind of greasing up the pod, isn't he? Uh, Sylvanus was the Celtic and Ferunian. A lot of hard words today. Power of wild nature, standing in contrast to the more ordered gods. That actually sounds like me. Title, Oak Father, the Old Oak, Old Father Tree, the Forest Father, and Tree Father. Um, that picture kind of reminds me of like RuneScape where you'd mm-hmm. see like those spirit trees, like in the GE and they could teleport you places. Yeah, true. <laughs> Apparently, um, he has different forms. So he has one called the young strider, which I guess is more of like a, a nimble God, long limbed humanoid male in particular long legs dressed in a suit of armor made of leaves and wielding a wooden mallet. So what you're saying is this, this is like the Brandon dope. Ingram of gods. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone going to get that joke? I don't know. Hopefully you're a couple NBA fans. Nathan, at least. Nathan might get it. Yeah. He definitely um, get it, what am I saying? Sylvanus' personality is wild and unpredictable, much like nature itself. He was chiefly concerned with nature, specifically wild nature, in both its natural beauty and fierce savagery. So is, it, is this kind of like Tom a little bit? I think that has to do a lot with like he, mushrooms and stuff, too, is just like the necrotic spores of just like life and death. He uses primal savagery. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind um, of aggressive with it. Caring very little for maintaining a proper balance with civilization, being wrathful towards those who threaten wild places. He paid no attention to the machinations of mortals or other deities. Dude, we're, this might be Tom. Yeah. When it came to nature itself, he cared greatly for maintaining a balance between growth and decay. See Bahamut there on the side. The Sorry. popular one. It distracted me. <laughs> so yeah, a balance between growth and decay. That's a lot of like spores and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the natural cycle of life. This was considered to be his dogma, and he was emotionally distant in regards to its necessity. Damn. So, yeah, this I think this dude would be pretty out of... Di- he wouldn't be talking to you a lot. This would be someone you were more just, like, worshipping because of his dogmas and his philosophies and stuff like that. He wouldn't really be, like, talking to you a whole lot. Basically, like, Tom... He has these values that very closely align with this god's. Yeah. It makes sense why he'd follow it. Yeah. He just wants to basically, like, echo it and make other people care about nature. Yeah. I feel like. Just, like, an indifference, sort of. If only there was a lot more people like that IRL. Ah, dude, look at this fucking... What is that? I feel like I got a spider bite on my hand. Dude, you're about to turn into Spider-Man this session. Oh, psst, psst. That'd be crazy. It's right on the spot, too. It's literally, like, right at a convenient spot to shoot out some webs. What if Brett just, like, saw you crawling around the wall as you're <laughs> playing the session with him? <laughs> and I just had mandibles. Okay. This and is getting into a, a, a DM, like, a, a complete one-shot IRL. <laughs> Theo turns into a spider. Everyone else has to kill it. <laughs> you know what's kind of fucked? There's, like, isn't that, like, a praying mantis, like, the mother... You know what would be... She kills, like, the husband when she's giving birth. <laughs> like, there's some fuck shit in the animal nature. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I was thinking it would be really funny to do a campaign set in this apartment. 
dude. And then you could just be like pointing around where you go doing stuff. The bottle episode, but and be like, be. and be like, there's a spider in the corner over here, and be like, okay, I want to hop around the brick chimney that's in the middle of my room, <laughs> and then dive into the washroom and turn on the shower and spray him with it. Or you gotta dodge around with this bad boy here. The spider might kill itself. And be like, I want to, <laughs> I want to grab the microphone and smash it. Oh. Be like, anything that's in the room right now is fair game. Dude, there'd be some there'd be some rolls for throws for sure. <laughs> a couple things being launched with that spider. Yeah, like, okay, I want to uh, throw the Mitch Marner jersey over his head so he can't <laughs> see. The distraction. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna throw him out the window. What else? I want to unplug the fridge. <laughs> it always needs to be done for the pod. That's yeah. for sure. And I mean, the AC also is not turned on currently. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say the boys are hurting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, maybe Sylvanus is uh, your new god. Sylvanas, I can pronounce that one a lot better than Mr. He's a special, special hatred for those who use fire carelessly or with deliberate intention to cause destruction. Hey, we had a campaign like that before, too. His, Me and John. One last quick thing. Uh, his avatar is capable of controlling any number of animals and forest creatures with the sound of his voice. So he's also, like, really in touch with animals, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Well, just we can just put a spin on it that way more in touch with the sea creatures. Yeah. Because he's always in the water. Um... Didn't help me when I was trying to um, keep that ship afloat during the random encounters. <laughs> or the skill check. Uh, apparently, he only spoke to people in telepathic means. Maybe if you worship him long enough, you can like start to telepathically communicate with certain animals. I have speak with animals. Hmm. Kind of fits. Could, it's my ritual. You could do it telepathically, though. That's badass. Yeah. Dude, I love the Thurmond and... <laughs> uh, What's-his-face Tyrion yeah. conversations that we'd have, and then... All the NPCs are just looking at them like, dude, what are these guys? It's like they're looking at each other. They've been silent for a minute, but they haven't. Yeah, they haven't spoken. And then you got, and then they just come to a decision. <laughs> like clearly, you're talking in your head. <laughs> Not sus at all. Uh, anyways, back to this one shot. I feel like we've been saying that a lot. But, yeah, I so get sidetracked a lot in my. <laughs> so, do you want to do like a, a Western one or a space one or the drug one? I feel like the Western one would be the most fun, and then you guys and can the really easiest to just like get into and plan you don't have to really come up with anything it's really easy to improv a western for me yeah like, like if you add any time. red dead uh trip missions maybe it, oh you know it would be cool if we did one that was like on a train we were like going from this place to this place and maybe there was like a murder on the train it's a murder mystery a murder mystery yeah this guy's shaping it Ooh. listen now I kind of want to run this. <laughs> no, you have to play. <laughs> what if... Okay, idea. Okay. What if you do a campaign, right? Mm-hmm. But the DM changes every session. Uh, me and Nathan have talked about doing this before, and that would be interesting, but also it kind of takes away any of like the long-term stuff that you had planned because someone could completely just curve it off to another direction with a lot of the choices they make. I guess. Especially it would be taking, a fun if they ex- take over a character. It, yeah, it would be a fun experiment. Um, I just don't think that it would work out in the long term. It could. I think it all depends on if you want to keep the same characters in mm-hmm. and if you play them to how someone originally planned it. Plus... I th- you need a bunch of people who are willing to do that. I don't True. know if we have the group for it. Uh-huh. I I do want to get back into DMing. That's why we're I, doing. This. I didn't want to do this today. Yeah, I was like not hesitant to agree with it. Yeah, as I normally been. <laughs> it just before last time I had a bad experience and I was just like, ah, fuck. Kept thinking about it, but you can't think like that when it comes to yeah. DMing. You just have to keep the ball rolling and yeah. sometimes, improve. Sometimes you've got a session is over and you feel like it didn't really go that great. But, I mean, then you just step it up next time and plan something super cool. Yeah. You learn from your mistakes. Uh-huh. And then, you know, you make up for it. Not, like, make up for it, but, I mean, like, next session, be like, okay, I'm going to go in with this cool idea that I know my players are going to like. Or or even talk to your players and be like, hey, guys, I feel like last session didn't go that great. Is there any way, anywhere that you want to kind of turn the campaign so that we're back on track a little bit and everyone is on the same page? Because sometimes I feel like the DM and the players can kind of not be on, not be in tune with where everything is going. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, I'm trying to think of a good example of that, but I've never had it with your campaigns. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. Sometimes I guess maybe maybe a player wants more puzzles. For example, you were yeah. you were asking about that at one point. You're like, yeah. guys, like I want to put more puzzles in the campaigns. Mm-hmm. You're really hurting there from the spider bite. Dude, this spider bite is actually chungus. It's kind of giving me the creeps. I'm it's kind of giving me the creeps, dude. It itches like a bitches. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Listen, um, yeah, no, for the campaign, though, I think Western is going to be the move. I was kind of thinking now that we should make it more evil. And you guys are robbing a train, maybe? Yeah, that would be cool if there's a train going by. We had a time to, like, jump on. We had to stealth through. Maybe we could, like, put on, dis- like, pretend to be passengers. Or we could decide to just, like, hold it hostage. There could be certain armed, armed guards near the safe. It could also be a very, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, there's a lot of very rich people. Mm-hmm. And, like, one compartment of the train that you're trying to, like, rob in that rob that compartment alone. Yeah. Try to cut off that car from the train and separate it. Yeah. Maybe you guys have a full gang. There's a couple NPCs I can throw in that just Yeah. There would there we would maybe have like we would be the leaders and then we have like some sidekicks. Mm-hmm. Or, play. You know. You could have so one Dutch leader maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Are we still gonna be level ten for this? Cause a level ten fighter or a rogue is gonna be pretty insane. You think? Yeah. There's a lot of damage that you can do in, like, one turn, especially as so a would, are we going to do no spells, or is it a fantasy Wild West? I think no spells. Cool. To be so, fi- do fighter, rogue. Um, we did do monk for the last Wild West that we did, but it was kind of like... Did you play monk? I think I was thinking about doing monk, but then I went with barbarian, I want to say. Because mm. of the rage. Yeah. <laughs> Barbarians are super fun. Mm-hmm. Get to roll a lot of dice. Get to resist a lot of damage. Yes, sir. And also just have the total hit points. Yeah. <laughs> I might try to do a rogue. The broken rogue mechanics. Shout out to Slash for yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. We didn't fully comprehend the sneak attack damage. No. Or Nathan, so on D&D Beyond, it tells you what your modifier is to already after adding your proficiency and your expertise and stuff like that, but Nathan was adding his expertise onto that already, so he was adding, like, plus 18 to stealth. Which is basically you're fully hidden every time. Yeah, and then he would roll, like, an 18, and he'd be like, uh, that's a 36. She'd be like, yeah, you're hidden. Yeah. Yeah, you're uh. hidden. This guy has x-ray vision, actually. But then we kind of figured out that, like, not every room you can hide in. So even if they roll super high, be like, okay, there's nowhere for you to, literally nowhere for you to hide, so no. You don't have a disguise that blends you in with a wall right now. Yeah. <laughs> if you turn invisible, maybe. Maybe. Anyways. Pass without trace. Can't be tracked even by magical means. Yeah. Uh, okay, why don't we take a quick ad break, and then when we get back, we'll kind of solidify what kind of campaign you're going to run, Wild West. Maybe get your character, too, solidified. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. Maybe we can roll some stats. We could. I'll roll my stats. What are we thinking? 46 minus your lowest? 46. And choose the best combo. So. Stats. What do you mean? Um, well, I was just going to say 46 without dropping it. Whoa. That wouldn't make any sense. That'd be way that would be high. so... That's what we used to do. We've done that before? Uh, yeah, and it's been broken. <laughs> Let's just do 46 drop lows. Yeah, that's pretty standard. Or we could do standard array. But I want to roll on the show. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it interesting for the listeners. No, oh, yeah, I'm sure they want to hear about it. <laughs> I don't know, we've, done, we've rolled on the show before and it's been pretty fun. I rolled like garbage though. Like, listeners do want, I feel like listeners almost are kind of praying to see, like, you're, you get a bad character and then you can talk about it in the next episode. <laughs> or I'll get the goat stats. Potentially. All and right. then they're all praying that I make a really good boss fight. All right, let's take an ad break. I'll grab the dice so we're ready to roll when we get back on the other side of this advertisement. Yes, sir. Thank you to Newsly for sponsoring this week's episode of Dungeon Master's Apprentice. Newsly is an audio app that you can get for your iOS and Android that picks up on web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads it to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics that you choose, perhaps the latest D&D news, and start enjoying. So stop scrolling and start listening. In addition, they also have podcasts from over 40 countries worldwide, 
including our very own stupid fridge, Dungeon Master's Apprentice. Download and use Newsly now for free at www.newsly.me or you can click on the link I'll put in the description and if you use promo code DUNGEON2021 with the O being a zero, I'll put the promo code in the description as well. But if you guys plug that in, you will receive a one-month free premium subscription. Thanks, Newsly. And we're back and ready to roll some stats. Hopefully the luck isn't as bad as it's been in the past. But we got our fingers crossed here. We're going to do our classic 4d6 and drop the lowest of those four. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got six stats incoming. I have 3d6 in front of me, so I'm going to have to re-roll one one time. But I'll also make an NPC that I have coming up in the noggin. All right, you think of an NPC while I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. First one, we got a two, a one, and a one. Oh, God. Great start. <laughs> <laughs> you got one. You got another roll another one, so. A one. Do you want to re-roll that? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get that one out of the system, okay? Three ones and a two. That means I would have had a four. Absolutely hurting. Absolutely hurting. All right. That was a warm-up. Okay, a little better. Six, five, and two. We'll re-roll this two. Three. Not bad. Start off with a 14. Start we'll take it. First the Karth Intelligence and the Karth Dex. <laughs> right after. One, four, and a five. Hopefully the second one can be a three. Oh, three. So what is that? Twelve. Yeah. All right. Let's Better see. than four. That's not bad. Four, four, five. Three. So four, four, five. Eight plus thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Pretty solid so far. Let's hope you're not getting all these ones again. Nope. Cheap roll fell off the table. Hey. Three fours and a. Five. That's awesome. So, so is that 13? thirteen? Need all the sixes. Shout out to Nathan Rolls. <laughs> oh. Six, one, and a two. Six. The hey. recovery. Could have been a good one. Could have been a really bad one. That last six really saved my life. <laughs> How many more do we have? Oh, we only have one more. Oh right. Four, four, one, six. one. A nine to finish it off. I mean, it could have went worse. It almost did go worse, but you were very generous. <laughs> I'd rather see my players enjoying their skills. Than have a four. <laughs> yeah. The card intelligence is not for everyone. <sighs> that was just the dice gods letting me know I should have took the standard array. <laughs> I, gave you the, I gave you the option, hey. but then we said we wanted to roll in the pod. Yeah. So, and uh, I was punished for it. Do you know what kind of character you want to build? I'm thinking rogue, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Is he gonna be like an assassin type? Like he's the specialist. In we kind of just have to make humans, don't we? E. I feel like yeah. You basically have to make a human. I don't know. Goliath, I guess, could maybe work, but it, and just be a tall human. Yeah. Or like, they can't really be a halfling. No. All right. Well, if I, humans are pretty good. You get that extra feet. Actually, I would allow a halfling if you really want to go. You'll just well, be, be the midget dude. of the land. <laughs> Can you say midget? Sorry, little person. I don't want to be offensive, actually. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I just didn't know. Um, yeah, uh, maybe I'll just go human for that feat. It's always a classic go-to. Um, variant human. The variant human. <laughs> what class? Fighters are really fun. I haven't done a fighter in a while. Um, there's a couple rogue subclasses I haven't really gotten to do. Um, Barbarian, I just did one, so maybe I won't do that. Hmm. I don't know. I think we kind of have to... I would probably want a gun. Yeah. I think we're going to maybe do, like, a gunslinger. We'll have to talk about what kind of guns I can use, because some of them are pretty good, and some of them are really good. Is the Blunderbuss the one that's really good? I think there's another one that's just insanely broken. It does, like, 3d10 or something. Holy shit. Yeah. That sounds disgusting. Um, I mean, I should also give you the level cap. I'm starting to think now that you're probably right. Level 10 is kind of a little bit too high, and you can get a lot of damage in one yeah. level. I mean, we could just go level 5 or 6. Level 6? Level 6, probably. Yeah. All right, let's do level 6. Be a good fo- little one-shot. Yeah. 
I'm think I already got. I think I'm just gonna make Gunslinger for this other random NPC. Yeah. And he's just gonna be the ultimate badass that you guys can just kind of mold and shape around you, what your needs are. Yeah, he'll just be like our little buddy. He'll yeah, he's just the guy you bounce off of with the jokes. He's not gonna be. What if he's like the new guy? He could be. We're the taking green, him on his first mission. The Greenhorn. He doesn't know what he's doing in his life, but he's just got the natural ability. Yeah. You guys are like, holy shit, we're kid. We're taking him out on the first mission. Or he rolls bad and we're like, come on, kid. Can you get, make it, can you, can you make your guy like a Han Solo type? Me? Do you want me to? That'd be kind of dope. Like, Don't get cocky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll just have like the dude with the one pistol or like one sick gun. I'll be like twirling it around. Are we going to have a who shot first moment? <laughs> yeah. First opening minutes. Have the double wielding pistols. I love- you can't double wield pistols, but that's okay. Imagine we had the video, like, we narr- we got the, like, the podcast version of this one shot, and then I had the title crawl. <laughs> I don't know, I just always want to do a Star Wars themed episode. We can do it on whatever planet that's called, the... Tatooine? Oh, I guess so, yeah. You're talking about, like, New Hope, where it's set? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we could just do one there. Pretty sick. Yeah. Desert planet? Then it could be the Wild West. It really is the Wild and West. And you get the sci-fi in there, because there could be like some aliens, and then we could use different races. Ooh. Now we're kind of... Now like, we're kind of cooking here. Yeah. But it's well, still Western-themed. It's still like, there's yeah. like, maybe shittier technology, but there's still aliens. Yeah. Like, we can say this planet, just like, this part of Star Wars has elves and halflings and orcs and stuff. It's like, there's lots of parts of that universe that haven't been seen. Who's to say that they aren't there? Who's to Yeah, like, we could go like, super find the... Back in the timeline of Star Wars, like way before yeah. the movies take place, it's like yeah, it's and it's on the, just, the edge of when like lightsabers and shit were being invented. Yeah, <laughs> I think then we could also maybe do like maybe magic works differently. We have access to like spells and stuff because there's like I mean there's some force powers that are like doing electricity. Like who's to say there weren't like ones where you could do fire or like water or ice damage or something? Yeah. Kind of opens up the different classes that we can do. Some of the Star Wars games they have that stuff, so why not? Yeah. Because I kind of do want to make a sorcerer, maybe. Ooh. I want to look into some of the more niche uh, sport sorcerer subclasses. So you're not going to go high elf? <laughs> I could. I don't know. I, I like I like elves a lot. A lot of times I've either played human or elf. Snow elf? <laughs> I would fuck with a snow elf. <laughs> I've made two uh, water elves, or whatever they're called. Sea elves. Sea elf. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, made the snow goblin. Snow goblin. That one was f- cool. I like that flavoring. We we had the snow elves in um, Thurmond and Tyrion's campaign, didn't we? Yeah, that was that whole like group that came yeah. in. Yeah, and was. then we got them to move over to that um, that village. Yeah, or whatever. Lived it was. in the lived in the mines. Or yeah, no, they didn't live in the mines. They lived in the city, but um, they used the um, the power of the crystals to create like a snow globe. Yeah, that was sick. Honestly. Yeah. Like, that campaign was just really vivid in my head. I know. Like Everything was super visual. <laughs> we got it, like, down pat with the snow elves. Um, even, like, the like the, like the times in the game when we did, like, the arena fight, for example. Yeah. And we lost a very, very big item. <laughs> yeah. And then our friend turned evil. <laughs> yeah. Even, well, with this campaign, too, I've definitely been able to visualize a lot of it. I found that um, the school part was the most visual. Yeah, for sure. I honestly, there was a lot of people. It was also just like a throwback at times because you made it sort of like a university experience. Yeah, it's a boarding school. Ex- yeah. yeah, but it just reminded me of like being in res, mm-hmm. like going, like going to parties, <laughs> hanging and out in off. people's rooms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love the sneaking off, like <laughs> the parties that we had, especially with. Um, who is that little nerdy guy with the nasally voice? Parm? Parm, dude. <laughs> I did Parm's voice the, on the other episode, and I forgot to turn it off, and I just kept talking. <laughs> and I was with John, and he just didn't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> when John can clearly hear it, but he just wants to keep the bit going, that's hilarious, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta go back and listen to those ones, and also the ones with Brett. Yeah, well, you do have an hour drive home today. This is true, yeah. and it's on a new platform that I can easily download. Yeah. You guys should, too. <laughs> you can get a free month of a premium subscription. Dang. Dang. Nice little, nice little freebie. Um, yeah. Anyways, if we're, g- I think I'm going to maybe try to do a sorcerer. Okay. 
Um, okay. If we're kind of opening up to all classes here. Sorcery points? I won't do... I'll try to, like, not do anything that would be crazy, like, you know... Overpowered? Not overpowered, but Min-max? just, like, out of the flavor of what we're going for. Okay, I get you. Yeah, I'll try to, like, restrict myself so it's not as... Like, maybe I'll try to just do a lot of fire focus spells that aren't... Um, like, I won't do a lot of, like, summoning creatures or, like, devils or something. You know what I mean? You know what? You can. If you okay. Really, if, you really want, if you really want to just go out there and just, like, make a cool sorcerer, I won't restrict you. Because okay. it's a one-shot. We're not, I don't think I'm going to continue it, but who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll have to talk about Brett here and yeah. see what his character is going to be like. See what he thinks about the ideas. I can roll my NPC if we want. Uh, you're going to make a character sheet for them? Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Probably. Um, I'll keep track of the your stats here. You roll them. Oh. Four, two, two. Oh, oh, ten. Not bad. Not Start bad. off with a flat zero. <laughs> See what else we get here. Five, three, two. And five, three, three. Eleven. Five three one. Eight plus three, another eleven. Five, eleven. There's a theme here. Straight out the middle. Five five three. This could be sick. Give us a six. Yes, sir. The sixteen. Hey, you want to trade one of those with me? <laughs> trade it with your four. <laughs> I'll trade you a fourteen and a fourteen. <laughs> um, five five four. Dang. Five five five. Fifteen. And then there's the last one, right? Yeah. This guy's gonna be sick. <laughs> Five, four, two. Six. Damn it, you've called the six on the fucking two the river. river. <laughs> <laughs> on the river. <laughs> Another sixteen. That's insane. This guy's gonna be pretty dirty. Listen, we said he was the new kid you that like has natural talent. He's so. gonna take the spotlight for me though. We haven't seen Brett's character as well. This could be a god. What if his character is a god and I'm just the shitty new guy? <laughs> he completely over. I actually like it better. Maybe based on these stats, maybe I'll be the new guy who's like maybe showing some talent. You'll be like the dude who's taking me on the mission. The so you can kind of, you can kind of guide it a little bit more. Have him be like, okay, we're gonna go through here and like, what do you think, like new guy? What should we do? But like, kind of I'm control the pace of it and be like, okay, next up is this room that's locked here. Uh, there's a couple of guards in front, uh, but maybe we can take him out. Or, this guy might come on the mission and get separated from his, and then the new guy has to take control of the party, try to see if he can I'm lead the, the mission. Guy? Yeah. Oh, your guy kind of, like, gets knocked out or something? Something bad happens maybe to him, who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I do... Yeah, maybe I don't want to force this on Brett's character, but like maybe he can be a little more experienced too in the in this little gang. Mm-hmm. But I, I now that we've been talking about it, I like the idea of just being like this is my first mission. You're liking that, especially with the especially with these decent stats, but and then yours being way better. Yeah, if it's the leader role, I feel like when you have the six stats. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think that's what we're gonna go with. Hey, I'm starting. To, I'm starting to like it. After this, get to make a little character. This episode doesn't go up for probably a couple of days, so I don't have to edit this bad boy. <laughs> hey, maybe we can edit my uh, little cringe part about the little people. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. <laughs> the no edits. The no edits. We're keeping it raw and cut. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's like you didn't know. It's fine. Yeah. If anyone is offended, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's fine. Um... Yeah, we got the rookie, we got uh, the new leader, and then Brett can maybe be, I don't know. Brett will be... Brett will be the funny man. He'll be the comedy specialist in the group. Yeah, he'll be Micah. <laughs> be Mike. Micah's uh, definitely a guy who's not afraid to be controversial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe he'll be the Han Solo type. He could be the Han Solo type. I want to see what Brett's roles would be. Like Maybe he's got a good character in the works. Yeah. I also kind of want to give you guys at least one magic item. I think that'd be fun. To yeah, if we're level six, then maybe like one green item. Maybe an uncommon. Yeah, that's green. That's green. Yeah. I thought there was, is there something below green? No, that's still magic. No. No? No. Should I give you a blue item? Yeah. <laughs> that's a little bit OP for a six level character, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, this is my problem. One time I gave you guys a purple. I I, I think you were below level 10. Yeah. <laughs> John was pumped, but you guys were like, hey, where's our purple item? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, shit. I give you guys all purple items. Uh, yeah. But I was like, the ranger, I don't know if he's going to be shitty. And you were like, actually, rangers are pretty good. Rangers can be good. There are certain sub newer subclasses, but the original player handbook ranger is a little bit lacking. He's not the min max that they're just not great at really anything. They're good if you're doing a lot like a, a lot of survival based stuff like tracking. They're really good at tracking or not getting lost or being able to find food and stuff if you're doing that kind of campaign. If you give them the opportunity to also just be in as natural like his favorite um, environment. Yeah, if you're not in the favorite environment, then a lot of your stuff is just useless. It should have a couple of favorite environments in the nat- like the the default ranger class. They do eventually get them at higher levels. You get another one, I think. You should get like three, maybe. Just so the DM's not sitting there like trying to plan everything around that, you know. Yeah, exactly. Plus, it's fun to change settings every once in a while. So very true. You don't want to make your ranger just. I think some sometimes we've with Nathan. We've just been like, okay, every terrain can be your favorite terrain. Yeah. Like, you can just... it's You're always in your favorite terrain because you're a ranger. You could even frame it that, like, if you've been in that environment for three sessions, he's now, like, attuned okay. to Okay, yeah, you have to... That's interesting. Like, you have to... Um, do some study, research. Do some research, yeah. Like you that. actually put the hist- maybe the history skill into play, like... Yeah, maybe I'll make a ranger. Hey, hey. I would definitely allow it. Uh, but we're not, this wouldn't be as good of a play mm-hmm. because we're not going to be maybe doing this campaign for as long. Yeah. If uh, you want. But. No, I will. Well, we'll see. I did have the idea of being a sorcerer, but I don't think the sorcerer fits into being the, like, it kind of was weird to be like the new guy. He also can cast like third level, like third level fireballs. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can be the gunslinger. Yeah. We'll have to see. I'll take a look at some stuff. Uh, maybe I'll have like more of a melee weapon or something. Maybe. Or... Some throwing knives or something. Buddy, what are you going to... Are you going to finish with a throwing axe? Throwing axe? Right to, right to the, like, the big boss's head. That's going to be the last finishing move. Tomahawks. Goal. Tomahawk. Yeah. I used to love those in Black Ops. Um, <laughs> maybe... I also like... I always love the aesthetic of like a spear. A spear's pretty badass. Dude, have you ever used the net? Isn't there like a net? Uh, I think I have. Because there was one ranger class that I built that was proficient with nets. I wanted to make a gladiator elf. type, and I think I think it was John's campaign, and I think we ended up making it that it was more... No, I think it was yours originally. I think I was trying to make a gladiator, and he went to the school because he finally got out of that life, mm-hmm. and you were just like, well, it's kind of like a different timeline. That's pretty harsh. <laughs> that too. That's a harsh lifestyle for him to just go from being a gladiator to going to high school. Yeah. Would be a big transition, and like, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, when you're making your character, you kind of have to make a little bit of compromise to the setting that the DM wants to run. Like I was saying, I won't do, like, plane shifting, like, spells in Star Wars if that's not going to fit the aesthetic. But if you're also fine with us being able to do whatever, then that's, you know... I'd rather you guys have the fun and, like, kind of shape it, especially where it's a one-shot. Yeah, we'll kind of, we can kind of find it as we go, too. So. Mm-hmm. Like you said with uh, the J.J. Abrams style of characters with Yeah, four. exactly. <laughs> like, okay, it was Star Wars, but now all of a sudden, I don't know, it, there is another plane where, you know, maybe Shadowfell actually does exist. Exactly, and there's some crazy gods that are involved maybe too. Yeah. That don't ever get mentioned in Star Wars, really. In our other sci-fi episode, <laughs> we were talking about how to fit this sort of sci-fi and Star Wars stuff into D&D, and maybe that's the compromise, is just start somewhere like Star Wars... And then literally just build off of it whatever you want. Have like a mixture of both of them. Yeah. You could literally have it so that there is a huge extinction of the Jedi and Sith. And then now this is what's left. Yeah, exactly. Like so far after. Yeah. Something fucked up. Darth Vader, he fucked up when he was making those plans with the Death Star. And they actually worked, but it worked too well. That was a crazy pass. Holy moly. Oh, buddy. This guy's fast too. Ooh. Oh, the fluff of his lines. What is he doing? This is about to be a goal, I think, dude. Nah. We're into real estate. <sighs> Man, hopefully they'll show this pass in the replay. Folks, you're going to want to see this. Mm. 
We don't have instant replay for yeah. that, but we, we can describe it. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Um, we're approaching an hour here. Uh, is there anything else? Um, anything else you wanted to mention? Um, I think we're. I think we talked about the campaign enough. What about anything else that we want to talk about in the talking points? Um, in your segments, I'm not sure. I don't know. I think maybe hours probably pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good episode length. Yeah. Hey, man. I'm always down to do an hour episode. I got to come on again very, yeah, sure. very soon. Yeah. If you ever need another episode with the Hall, Hall of Famer, Famer. <laughs> yeah. just give the boy a ring. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll have to get you down um, sometime next weekend or who knows. Maybe another podcast can be created with the one shot. Exactly. Wait. Th- Not my one shot, but oh, the one shot we had before. Yeah. When we got to 500 listens. That was the last time I was on, so. Really? <laughs> it has been a while. Uh, but yeah, thanks everyone listening to episode 40. It was a blast. Yes, it was indeed. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks to all the listeners, new and old, who've been staying tuned. Yeah, shout out to the boys who used to game D&D. Hella. Shout out Nate. Shout out to Nate. Shout out to John. Nate shout need out... you back on the sessions. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to John for being the chosen one. <laughs> In the campaign. <laughs> to Brett for wanting to play tonight so we can get a session going for once. Yep, the boys are going on a Sunday. Yeah. Lazy Sunday sesh. Love the Sunday sessions. Better it's the than, best day for it. Better than not playing D&D, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just do... Originally, we were just going to do a one-shot, like a one-off adventure in the main campaign, but then we had the idea for you to DM, and then it inspired this episode, so... It's been a great one, a great topic. It's been a great topic. Hopefully, it's a great campaign tonight. We got it. We're going to be describing it maybe in the future. Yeah. Well, I'll talk to you tonight, and I'll (laughs) talk to you all uh, next week. Bye for now. Ciao.